Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Wealth Within Us. Today, I have Adele Michael. She is an, a manifesting abundance coach for women, and she is going to tell us all, and hopefully me, how to how to attract all the abundance that we want and deserve, especially as women. So thank you so much, Adele, for taking the time to be with me. I would love to find out your story and how you got here and how you can help us, especially women. And I tend to have a lot of women on my program. So I'm definitely by default focusing on helping women uh, attract abundance, health and wealth as well. <laughs> well, I think it's it's great. And I think we need all the help and support we can get because um, in, in, my, in my estimation, we work really hard. We do so much of the work on this planet and we yeah. are not as well compensated as we should be. And one of the reasons that I think that is that I think we've been culturally conditioned to expect less. So I agree. My story is that I have spent a lot of time and effort um, working out of that, um, that mindset. I know for me, as with many women, I didn't ask for what I wanted. I didn't expect to be, um, to be compensated for what for what my work was worth, including um, family. Um, I, I took care of my elderly mo mother for 18 years. I was her emotional support, not her daily support. And I was compensated for that. And a lot of women just aren't. Oh. Um, yeah. And so it's been my life work really to, to understand what, what we believe, why we believe it and the effects it has on us. And um, I was, um, I have a master's in counseling psychology that I got um, in graduate school. And I had a wonderful practicum doing talk therapy in the university counseling center. And what happened was people would come in, we'd have our session and I was pretty skilled, you know, I was a mm -hmm. graduate student, but I'd studied hard. They would feel better. I would feel worse. They'd go away the next week. They'd have <laughs> the same problem. And I'm like, oh my God, this isn't working. So I did not pursue that as a career right away. I waited until I was a little bit more mature mm -hmm. and I learned uh, hypnotherapy. Okay. And in hypnotherapy, you work with the subconscious mind. And the way I was taught was direct hypnotherapy so going directly to the cause of the problem not okay. not suggestion hypnosis which can be valuable but going to the root of the problem okay. and you I don't think I've ever quite heard it called direct hypnotherapy but the way that you're describing it completely makes sense so yeah. how so now I'm interested in how does direct hypnotherapy work well um the hypnotherapist gets the the client um mm -hmm. to into a relaxed state and we have access to our subconscious mind really pretty easily if we're relaxed okay and so that's great but uh, the other uh, the 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 downside of that is that we can just kind of float along you know it's like we don't really get anything done it's like this feels good so if you <laughs> you have a hypnotherapist uh, who can say, all right, now we're going to go here. And, and and on the count of three, you're going to know the cause of this issue. And you go right to it. Wow. I've then, done hypnotherapy, but I don't think it's ever been that quite that direct. Yeah. Well, the term yeah, direct. <laughs> yeah. 
there are all sorts of different schools of thought, but that's how I was taught. And so how do you know that you're going direct? Because you ask. Ah, okay. So you're just, so you're activating uh, being in that subconscious mind and then asking the direct question, which in our subconscious mind is already there. Exactly. And, and your, your conscious mind is relaxed enough. So it's letting the subconscious tell you what's going on, actually bringing yeah. conscious awareness what's going on. It's almost like lifting the veil off. Exactly. Of, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, um, and then I use neuro-linguistic programming to, to uh, repattern. Okay. So, I, I don't know if you know, it's called NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I've and definitely heard of that, yes. And I've, and I've heard there's different ways, like through hypnosis to reprogram. I've, I had talked to one that does brain spotting. Um, so, it, it, it seems like there's so many different modalities. And to me... They all work. I, I mean, is what I've experienced. So it's just what you're comfortable with as exactly. you know, the practitioner and as the receiver. Me, I'm open to it all. <laughs> yeah. And I, I encourage people to really um, just check and see if you feel comfortable working with the, the practitioner you're working with, because people have all different skill levels mm -hmm. and they have... Um, you know, resonance with people um, more, you resonate with some people more than others. Yeah. So you want to make sure you're trusting the person you're working with because you're opening yourself up, you're being vulnerable, uh, you're allowing someone to kind of get into a deep part of yourself. Yeah. I would say though that um, I had a colleague who was not, very, did not have a whole lot of integrity and uh, he was trying to force me to, he was doing a session for me. He was trying to force me to think a certain way. I was like, I just popped out of hypnosis. I said, nope, not doing it. Uh -huh. And you have this self-defense mechanism. Yeah. That, well, it's almost like your subconscious mind. It's like when you do muscle testing, your subconscious mind knows what's good for you and it knows what's bad. So it sounds like in that moment, your subconscious mind was like, nope, this is not good not for you. Doing this. Not doing this. Yeah. And I want to talk about, um, one aspect of um, hypnosis and NLP that I find really um, helpful, and I've heard, uh, I, I know there's not a lot of other names for it, but I call it parts therapy. Okay. So have you heard of that? I have not. It's parts, P-A-R-T-S, parts therapy? Yeah. Okay, no, that I've not heard of. Yeah, so I just want to talk about that for a few minutes because it's very valuable. It's like, if you've ever referred to your inner child mm -hmm. that's basically parts therapy okay um but there there's always a protector in our in our subconscious mind and that's a part you know you're not schizophrenic you know you're not don't have multiple <laughs> personality disorder <laughs> it's just an aspect of us at, and you know they're all different ages all different purposes so the protector often will adapt um, and adopt a way of being at a young age that doesn't work for us now. Yeah, that's no longer serving us uh, five years down the road, 20, 30, 40 years down the line. Right. And so one of the things that I've found very effective in my work with my clients is to use um, parts therapy to find out, you know, let's say you have a dream. You want to build your business in this way. But there's some part of you that's holding you back and you know it, but you don't know what it is. It may be the yeah. particular. 
And I think that's, I think that's most of us. Cause I think most of us, especially like we're taught, you know, work hard and do this and do that. And then you'll achieve this dream. And you're like, well, I did all those things and I'm still not where I want to be. So what, what, what is it? What is it? Cause clearly it's not in my conscious and in, completely in my awareness. Right. And, but yeah, so your conscious mind is not so aware of what's in your subconscious, yes. but your subconscious always knows. So if you're um, in that situation and the, your hypnotherapist says, all right, well, who's holding you back? Um, then you can check and see with the help of the hypnotherapist. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's my protector. My protector does not want me to be hurt. Mm. You know, it's been protecting me. I mean, you know, when you think about being a child, we're so sensitive and just wide open. Yes. And when if we're shy, we're still wide open and receiving all the energy from our family and our school and our religious work. Wow. And what you know, is it from age zero to seven? That's like when you're mostly taking things in. Exactly. Yeah, it's because humans have such a big brain and it takes so long to train them. That yeah, so we're we're sponges. We're in, we're in the subconscious all the time, so we have no filters. So you let's say you're four and you got you know some some kid down the street made fun of you and and it set you back and so you're like, well, I'm going to protect myself. I'm not going to be out there so much. Mm. So when you're an adult and you need to promote your business, okay. That little four-year-old protect herself is like, no, 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 no. So in parts therapy, which you do when you're in a relaxed state, a hypnotic trance, and 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 that sounds way more different than it really is. It's just being relaxed, critical mind. Then you can say, well, does do you do you want? Are you willing to have a different job because Michelle has grown up now and she needs yeah. to protect herself. She needs to be out there. She needs to be able to take care of herself if somebody is trying to hurt her, but nobody's going to try to hurt her in the way that she felt hurt at four. Um, and what I've noticed with my clients is as we start cleaning that stuff up and giving the protector a different job, like hmm. the protector is going to go, Sometimes people say, I'm going to go find opportunities. I'm going to find ways to um, connect with new people and we'll still be protected. You never want to get rid of, of, of that part, yeah. but you want to give it a broader range of behavior, if you will. And what and, and, a, and it almost sounds like age appropriate behavior too, because yes. for me as a four-year-old or a 10-year-old or even a 15-year-old is a lot different than a 30-year-old, a 50-year-old. Absolutely. And you have different goals and you have different skill sets and different needs. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm a lot, a lot less sensitive to what other people think of me today than I was uh, yeah. 17. You know? I definitely say that and yeah. gets that. So I don't know if I got rid of my protector or I just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me as much as it used to, whatever. <laughs> well, I think too, when you realize if you're letting other people stop you from having fulfilling your dreams, it's like, what am I doing? No, this does um, not work. So true. Cause it's like people's their it's their will that they're trying to impose on you. Right. And that you might be letting 
mm-hmm. down so you'd be liked. Yeah, and not always in your best interest. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, I believe that most of us are strong enough to stand up and go, yeah, they, they may not like this, but I like it and I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I think it's once that stuff is put into our awareness, what I've often found is that if it's not in my awareness, I sort of just keep on this autopilot mode. And once it's in my awareness, it's once it's in my awareness, I can't be unaware of it now because now I'll see it over and over again and I'll recognize it even when I'm not listening to it and I'm still aware of it. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of know better. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So my experience with clients that have done this kind of work with me is that, you know, they had so much in place and once they got that cleaned up and like, you know, all systems moving in the same direction. It's like, they just, you know, took off, really took off. There's such a sense of freedom of like, I'm not being held back by this part of me. me. And it is, it's truly like an energetic subconscious roadblock on this path that we really feel like, Hey, I'm really moving on this path. This is really where I want to go. And I'm doing all the things that I need to get there. Why are, why is this not happening? Yeah. Yeah. I was just noticing for myself recently, I've been through, I'm going through a lot of change. My, my mother died in December and I'm doing okay. Um, and she's doing great um, on the other side, but I've just realized that I, I don't have a lot of bandwidth to really, you know, be as, hmm, what do we, what do I want to say is, is be, dynamic and going after things and really going for it the way before before that and I think that'll come back but you know I just notice how I'm just kind of resisting things it's like and sometimes maybe it's like we need to heal these other parts of ourselves that either you know are from the past or something that just happened that like we need to do that to move on and with work like you do we're moving on even stronger, you know, we're moving ahead even stronger. But I often feel like if we don't take that time to heal, if we don't take that time for self-care, it almost just, sometimes I feel like spirals out of control. Like all this good that I'm trying to do because I'm forcing it, you know, like a, a square peg in a round hole, it, it almost just like, it's the universe telling us, Hey, you got to stop. You got to slow down. You got to take care of yourself. And we, especially as women, since our focus is on women are just, we tend to fall in that very easily. No, no, no. I have to keep doing this, 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 and this. And you sort of keep trudging forward with your sort of emotions and all these things that you haven't dealt with just left there. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with you. And I, you know, I was talking to, um, my acupuncturist we were talking about that that last week and I said I don't want to I don't want to circumvent this process I just excuse me I just wanted to seem easier Mm. you know so I felt like I was kind of drowning in a lot of emotions and he helped me with that and so you know so I'm really watching you know am I honoring this process this grief process it's grief and it's also reinvention and you know yeah like almost like rebirth kind of like with every 
like death, whether it's the like physical loss of someone or an emotional loss or the physical loss of uh, like maybe a business that wasn't working out, whatever the physical loss is, if we don't process that grief, I feel like we just keep moving on carrying a piece of it and whatever now, maybe, I mean, we can still build up protectors at this point. So now we're just adding a new layer of protection that maybe isn't going to serve us outside of this short period of time that we needed it for. I, I agree. And I, you know, I was just thinking um, yesterday, we all, we all have grief from the pandemic, you know? Yeah, that is very true. I think, I don't think there's anyone, no matter what your side of the fence was, um, everybody was affected by it in some way, shape or form. Exactly. And lost people and lost you know, jobs or relationships. And we know. lost freedoms and no one's addressing that either. It's like, as a collective whole, we lost a lot of things. We lost freedoms. We lost control over a lot of things. We were forced to do things that we wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Um, so I think there was a lot of things. Yeah. So I think, and and so that was a big collective event or series of events. Mm-hmm. And we have that in our lives too. It's like, you know, there might be some emotions you have to process from a divorce or from, as you said, you know, losing a business or losing a job and allowing ourselves to do that is, is good housekeeping. It really is. It is. And and we don't often stop because we're so busy doing, doing, doing that we almost have to write it in our schedule. I need to meditate today. I need to do this self-care thing. I need to, you know, see Adele about my hypnosis or whatever it is, but, but we do, it's almost like we have to pencil it in. Well, and I, I'll tell you, I'm a worker bee. And are you familiar with human design? Have we talked I about I am, that? I am. In fact, I will put a link, but we actually had someone on uh, who did human design on my chart, on my podcast. Great. Very yeah. fascinating. I absolutely love it. So I would love to hear, hear what you, what you have on that as well. So what is your type? A manifesting generator, a manifesting generator. Yeah. Okay. So generate, there are five types, Mm -hmm. manifesting generator, generator. They're very similar. Uh, Manifester, projector, and reflector. Okay. The the generator and the manifesting generator are worker bees. Yes. I tend to very much be. (laughs) We love to work. We love to work. We love to work. But when we need some downtime because we're tired or we have some emotions to process it's really hard i found it really hard to go nope nope no no. i'll just keep moving forward that'll that'll pass exactly (laughs) exactly that that emotion i've been carrying around for 30 years oh that'll just pass no worries (laughs) and and 50 percent of the population are generators Mm. and manifesting generators together so you know, so that means half of your listeners are probably generator types and uh, might find themselves staying in the busy loop mm-hmm. rather than the self-care loop or the processing loop. I'm not saying I don't love processing deep emotions. I really don't. Some people I are really don't think any of us do. Some people are really <laughs> good at it. I'm not. And, and on my journey, I have very much learned that you don't have to relive that trauma, no matter how big or how small it was over uh, 
as long as you have that willingness to let it go and release it in whatever way that is for you, I, I mean, there's just no need. Well, and thank you for saying that because um, neurolinguistic programming has a, has a specific trauma eraser. There, I know a lot of modalities do. Mm-hmm. I've used that myself for for my clients and on myself, and it's it's really kind of amazing how you can rewire something that was really hard. It is. Um, and how fast too, and how fast. Yes. So, so I'll just say this, I I'm taking a course with Michelle Masters, who is an NLP practitioner teacher, and she also does family constellation and family constellation is looking at the developmental stages of a, of a child. Okay. And- Seeing where they take on like the burdens of their family's emotions or feeling responsible because their mom is unhappy, stuff like that. Which probably then manifests into like that generational sort of mindset or stuckness or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what she says about NLP, neuro linguistic programming, is that is one tool, and there are many that we have now the opportunity to rewire our nervous system and our brain that past generations did not because the brain will not rewire itself. It needs help. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to happen on, on on its own. Like we need some kind of either someone like you or if you're that strong of a person, just reading a book or watching a video or something like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, and I think, who is it? Is uh, I follow him as Joe Dispenza talks a lot about yep. the, in fact, he has that show on Gaia, the rewired. And I've read his book, Superhuman as well. Yeah. He, and he, he talks too about the field. That, that mm. And when yeah. he's doing his week long workshops, he's creating a different field so that you're um, processing different energy and you're being supported by different energy. I think that's another thing for us to, you know, just to touch on is, you know, who are you spending time with? And is your, is your environment something that's enjoyable to you? Or is it, you know, I was talking to a friend today um, and she's, she's reworking her home and she realized she had a painting from her mother of her grandmother's attic it was just kind of dull and boring it was like all that family heaviness was in the painting and so she she took it out of her house she's it's not going to be in her house anymore so you know yeah your surroundings and the people you're with are is really important too I think I I 100% agree if you're you know you're either I always look at it like you're either all rising together or somebody is bringing you down and I me I would all rather rise together. Yeah. Yeah, well you've got great energy and, and you <laughs> you know pulling together people who are you know interested in similar things. Exactly. And and mostly interested in like how do we get past all this stuff cuz we're all stuck in some way or another and there's many, many modalities on how to clear it. So I just like talking to people like yourself and bringing people options and choices. And I hate to use the word hope, but it is kind of hope that you don't have to stay stuck and it doesn't have to be as hard as you think it's going to be. So I hope that if I'm bringing that 
people out there listening, if I'm bringing that to you, then please just give me a comment and let me know that I am because I want to bring people more of that. Yeah, I think it's such a worthy endeavor. It is, it is. And it brings me joy too. So if I'm already happy, I mean, like I'm happy just sitting here talking to you and listening to your story and all the things that you do. So that's bringing me joy. I hope it's bringing you joy and anybody else that's listening. Yeah, yes. And I, you know, I think... I think you're right. I, hope is so important. And as humans, yeah. I read a study that as humans, we expect where our situation right now to stay the same. And it doesn't. It always changes. Mm-hmm. It always changes. But we get in this mindset of, oh, this terrible thing's never going to change. Or we think that the change is going to be hard or scary. And it's like, well, it's just, what do they say is that if you like all of your hopes and dreams or whatever are just on the other side of fear. <laughs> and yeah. it's so true. And I think if we look at so many things in our past and we're like, yeah, that thing wasn't so hard, but we have these things built up in our heads that it's going to be this just epic disaster, like horrible thing. And then you, you go through whatever it is and you're out on the other side and you're like, yeah, it really wasn't that bad. It's funny how in hindsight, things never look nearly as bad as they were most of the time. True, true. And I, you know, I think we need to give ourselves grace. I mean, we are in human bodies. Yes, we are. And and earth is not a particularly easy school. It's <laughs> no, not. it's not. Whose no. idea was this? I mean, come on. <laughs> I know, I can't. <laughs> At some, at some point when I was really feeling very challenged earlier in my life, um, I was like, I, you know, I really should have read that fine print. That was real mistake. It's like, I'm on this cruise. Yeah. And some of it's not very much fun. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I guess we don't remember when we got that manual. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, th- I do think they have a forgetter machine. It's like, you're going to forget yeah. who you are. <laughs> what What was that? What was the um, one with like Will Smith and they did the thing? They're like, oh, just write their memories of whatever just happened. <laughs> just like some wander, something like that. Oh, yeah. 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 So, and I think, you know, I think people who are um, probably most of your listeners who are into energy and energy medicine and spirituality. We are trying to remember who we are. I And I think now more than ever, and and that's definitely part of my quest is like, I am on this mission to remember who I was and to get back to where we came from. And, and basically it's just discovering truth. And I say it all the time. It's like, I am a big believer that the truth will set you free. And when we're compacted and our subconscious is filled with lies and things that are not true about who we are, where we come from, what we're capable of doing. It's like we even, I think, consciously feel it almost like you feel that heaviness and you feel that fear or whatever it is. So like part of my journey, I think, is not only to try to unravel that, but then share that just like yourself and the Mm -hmm. same path. Yeah, I I have to say it really, it makes me so sad when I talk to really wonderful women who are spiritual, who are, you know, attuned to energy, very Mm -hmm. intuitive, and they don't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. That's, I think that's very hard. So doing this. It is. 
this kind of podcast um, and introducing people to all sorts of different ideas and modalities mm-hmm. and saying, this is normal. Yeah. People are doing this. This is, yeah. you know, you may not want to talk to everybody about your intuitive hits, but, you know, hopefully there are a few people you can say, I had this idea. What do you think? And I think most women are like very good at creating communities and sort of safe places to talk about those kind of things where people aren't going to look like you at you like you're some crazy person. Yeah, I had had a had lunch with a friend on Saturday and she said, now I wouldn't tell anybody else but you this, but she was talking about her aunt who had been who had been deceased and her aunt plays songs on the radio for her it's like hey i'm here here's our favorite song (laughs) and you know i don't know how wild you want to get but i love that kind of stuff oh i do too i think we all love that kind of stuff whether you'll admit it or not and i'm fully admitting that i love that kind of stuff i mean like we you see it all the time my dad passed um just about a year and a half ago now but yeah it's like all these little things that happened or numbers you see or things like that that you know that they're just sending you these little signs or nudges, or you see them in your dreams I always think that it's really powerful when people that have passed appear in your dreams yes yes yeah I'm I'm learning a lot about you know spirituality through um I have a uh a couple of friends that are psychic mediums and so you know I will get them to do a reading for me and with my ancestors coming through especially you know ones that didn't really like me that much so they're like we're here we want to help you I'm like good come on we got work to do yes so. I accept your offer yes exactly. <laughs> and that's something else that you know is sort of hidden from us as well is that we cannot we do all have the ability to do that not that we all want to or should but just to know that we do all have the capability to do that and it's just whether you choose to or not yeah and i i do think some people like athletes some people are more athletic than others some people yes. are tuned in than others but i agree i mean we're all born with instinct and intuition and that's why i really love working with women is because we have the bicameral brain it's like there's the connections between both hemispheres of the brain are, are very strong and and research shows that they're not as strong as, as men so i think that's one reason men have a harder time you know be- believing in you know fairies or angels or whatever yeah. um or even the I, fact that you can heal yourself quickly and easily yeah 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 exactly so yeah so that's uh, maybe can I talk just a little bit about manifesting and abundance oh yeah well you <laughs> are a manifesting abundance coach and I don't know about the rest of you but I am looking for abundance to live the life that I have been manifesting for years now that is still not in front of me so whatever blocks I have get them out yeah <laughs> Well, I want to talk about manifesting first because um, manifesting to me is about bringing the energetic spiritual aspects, your dreams, desires, inspirations into physical manifestation. That's all it is. Um, I don't believe that you can sit on a couch and, and, you know, 
demand that the universe give you what you want. I think we I agree. Involved. And action. You need to take inspired action. Yeah, exactly. And before that, you need to set up your mindset so that you believe you're worthy of what your dreams are. And I think that's the catch for a lot of us. Because we've been programmed since we were in that zero to seven age to think that we are not for whatever reason. I mean, TV, movies, teachers, you name it. The system has definitely programmed, I feel, a lot of us subliminally and not just outright saying you don't do that, but just like subtle, subtle things. You know, it's like even I always look back to old TV shows and you know, the bad guy or the bad woman was always the one with lots of money or lots of power and all this. And it's like, you bring all that stuff in as a kid and you're like, well, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to do this. And you're like, so then I don't want to be wealthy or, and you like, and then you grow up and you probably create this protector that's now protect. Oh, wait a minute. You don't want to be mean. You don't want to be all these things that are stereotypical that aren't even true most of the time. That's right. That's right. And, and you know, I, I, I hope that we can start creating new models for that of really generous, heartfelt, rich people, rich women. Yes, I am 100% on board and I would like to be one of them. In yeah. fact, I am going to be one of them. So yes, I, I accept. How about this? You am one of them. I am one of them. Yes, you are. I mean, already without money, without uh, as much money as you probably want, you're already spreading the well. Yes. And that was like a big deal for me just in naming my podcast, The Wealth Within Us. And one of the reasons I say this all the time is that I loved the word wealth because it was so subjective because my wealth isn't going to be the same as your wealth. What's wealthy to me isn't necessarily going to be the same definition for someone else. Like we all define our own idea of, of wealth. You know, I, I love the beach. If you're not a beach person, then being at the beach is not very wealthy feeling for you. Exactly. But it is for me. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I hope that we can, can continue to kind of break out of those stereotypes of, you know, you should be you know, as a woman, you should be pretty, you should be kind. I mean, nice, not kind, nice. You should be subservient and you should um, take care of other people. Yeah. And I think we are breaking out of those without a doubt. You can see that we're breaking out of those on, on many different levels, but I agree with what you said. I think we need to break out of those on like this more spiritual, natural way, not in this sort of harsh, like, seems like sometimes it's a very masculine way that we break out of it, but that's not then staying true to our feminine nature. Right. Right. I I feel like that the uh, female behavior, feminine behavior is, is, you know, so regimented, like this is what you're supposed to do. And as we each gain more power, I'm so intrigued about what we're going to do. I know me too. Yeah. So, so manifesting abundance, um, and abundance, like you said, your word is wealth. My word is abundance. Um, it's not about all the money you can make. You know, I've, I've just been reading a book, um, by a man who is a very, very, uh, successful, uh, natural gas 
trader. So he's made millions and millions of dollars. He has billionaire friends. I mean, I can't even relate. But he talks about, is it, is it your goal to be amassing a lot of money? Which some of his male friends, that is their goal. And, you know, by the time they reach a retirement, they're not as healthy. They don't have the relationships with their families. And all they have is a pile of money. Yeah. And so, you know, we have to balance it because I think most, I mean, most women I know, money is the, not the prime driver. We, no. Yes, we want money. We want to be compensated for what we do. We I think, be- And I think money is just the vehicle to get us to those things that we want because we don't want to worry. Do we have enough to do this? Do we want? So we want the money, the wealth or whatever to be there as the driver to do the other things. Exactly. Exactly. But it's not the money itself. You know, like, like you just said, if you have all this money and you have poor health and, you know, your family's all not around and doesn't like you, what's the point? What's the point of money? Exactly. Exactly. So um, I think, I mean, some people have said, I don't like the word abundance because it just, I don't, you know, it just makes me think of money. Well, no, I'm talking about abundance of Mm -hmm. Versus abundance of money, abundance of friendships, abundance of romance, abundance yeah, of abundance of clean air, abundance of clean, good, healthy food. I mean, abundance can be like you just said, anything. Yeah, it can. And so, I don't know. I, I I guess what I would say is, I think it's really good for us to expand our definition of what wealth or abundance is to us, and not peg expand it expand and and personalize it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we were just saying, like not only expand it outward so that we can, you know, attract more in, but then personalize it as to what does that really mean to me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and what do I think I have to do to deserve it? Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know about you, but I think for a long time, I believed I had to work myself in the, into the ground. Me to too. Deserve- I believe. And, and the other thing that I'm working on right now is that I have this belief that I have to go through this struggle. Like if I don't go through this struggle, then I'm not going to get the wealth at the end. However, I define the wealth. It doesn't even matter at that point how the wealth is defined. I just have to go through this struggle to get it. And it's like, well, who's really creating that struggle? And why do I think that I have to even go through a struggle? Like, hmm, those aren't my thoughts. And look at this. Is that a game that you could actually win? Yeah, that's true. It's like that struggle is keeping me from the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, in a way, that's how we avoid having what we want. Yeah. We or even up- sometimes going after it. Like, mm, I'm not even going to do that. That's too hard and I'm not going to make it anyway. And I'm just going to give on, on that dream before we even start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm just thrilled with that people are on this journey and on this journey together. And, and um, yeah, I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, well, thank you. So how do you work with your clients then to manifest abundance? Like what are, is, is hypnosis a big part of that? Or is it sort of a, you've got a toolbox? Well, I have a big toolbox. I've been studying different modalities for 30 years. <laughs> And, and I kind of combine them. Um, I think for me, I've always wanted to know, you know, 
where's the problem? How do we resolve the problem? Because I know, I, I know that if we do that on, at the right level, then everything else is going to get easier. Mm. Um, so how I work with clients, I do, um, I do see, I'm taking the month, uh, I'm taking the summer of 2023 off because I have so much to process, but when I, care, yeah. And yeah, processing all this grief stuff. Um, when I do work with clients, I I can work, I do work one-on-one and part of what I'm, um, ginning up for the fall of 2023 is um, a small uh, is a group an inexpensive group program to introduce people to different modalities so that they know what they are they have an experience with them and they can see if they really want to take that further and all in the service of giving people tools to to create more of what they want in their life so. I love that because now you're you're not only exposing to them to that uh, whatever the modality is, but now you're empowering people like myself to, Hey, you can do this on your own. You can work with someone, but Hey, these tools exist that we might not have ever, if no one has it, you introduced me to one that I hadn't heard of before. Cause there's no way that I know everything out there. I, I don't either. I mean, the, I, I have a list of alternative healing modalities and it's long. It <laughs> is long. I haven't heard of some <laughs> of them, but I've, I've experienced ones that I think are really helpful and I like to share whatever resonates with us because I think no matter what the healing modality is or you know releasing trapped energy opening the floodgates to abundance or wealth however you define that you know clearing out the clutter um whatever they are they're going to work so I I was I just was read something it was like you know don't focus so much just pick one that resonates with you and it's going to work. So I think sometimes I'm very, very much an overthinker. I don't know if that's a manifesting generator thing, but I'm a wicked overthinker. And sometimes I'll like, you know, do pros and cons and this and that and analyze and what's the, you know, it's like endless. And it's like, no, Michelle, just pick one. (laughs) It'll work. It'll work. Yeah. 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 And that is a a big way we get in our own, in our own way, letting the conscious mind go, and the analytical mind go go crazy, and we were trained to do that. Yes, and mind goes do that. crazy sometimes. Oh my gosh! Like if there was like instead of a debate team and overthinking team, I would win. I know I would. <laughs> yeah, I I could put up some contestants against yeah. you. <laughs> I think there are a lot of people out there that that have that as a major skill set. I know. What is your skill set? Does that like, I'll put that on my right. What is your overthinking? (laughs) They're like, oh no, this girl, nope. She's not going to get anything done during the day. (laughs) She's going to spend all her time over thinking. She's got lists going on. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a big part. I think that's a big thing for a lot of us to adopt is that self-trust because manifesting generator, you, you have the sacral authority. Yeah. I don't know if you have emotional authority too, but the sacral, when you get into your mm-hmm. body, that's where the subconscious is in the body, you know, yeah, you know what and the it, right answer is for you. And I think now that you're talking about that, it, it makes so much sense to me. And I think even on my own journey, like, yes, I, I need to like, get rid of the fact that there, I think that there has to be this struggle. But I think the other thing that a lot of people struggle with is trusting 
our gut, trusting our intuition. And, and sometimes like we're so disconnected that we're, we need to get back in touch with that. Well, well, what does it feel like when I'm trusting my gut? What does it feel like when I'm following my intuition? And I mean, once we can master that, oh my gosh, like everything else just seems like a natural thing. Yep. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We're back in our zone. Yes, exactly. So could, could I just share a very simple tool with you and and your listeners that anybody could use? Yes. So you just mentioned overthinking. Mm -hmm. So could we work with that and see if we can help you transform it? Okay. Okay. So if, if overthinking were an energy and you could put it in a container in front on a table in front of you, how big would the container be? Oh God. It'd probably be like, you know what I pictured when you said that, like, you know, those balls and then they got like these spidery things coming out and then you touch it. And that like, that's what I feel like my brain is <laughs> with like overthinking. And I feel like I picture it as like, you know, like the entrance to a building and it's like standing there, like all huge, you know, when you go to like a children's center. Yeah. That's kind of how I picture it. Okay. Good. <laughs> and if you, um, if you were to touch it, would it be cool or warm to the touch? I don't know. Oh, cool or warm. Maybe a slightly heated. Slightly. Not hot, but slightly heated. Like I could draw my hand around it, but it would have some heat to it. Yeah. And what color would it be? Probably red. Red? I, I was seeing red too. Um, would the texture be, tell me what the texture would be if you touched like, it. Like if, if I touched it, it would be like, Staticky. Staticky. And so does it have a sound or vibration? Maybe like a low hum. Low hum. Okay. And is it with you all the time or does it come and go? I think it's mostly with me, but it, I, depending on my flow, it could come and go. Okay, great. Are you willing for, for that to be transformed into something? I am. I am. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to ask your guides and angels okay. to pick up that container, that mm. big container, and it's going to take it to the light and the light, it's going to transform it and it's going to come back to you in a better form. Oh, okay. You ready? Okay. On the count of three, it's going to the light. One, two, three. Okay. It's Ooh. in the light. It's being transformed. It's becoming something even better that will serve you even better. And now it's coming back to you and it's coming back to sit in front of you and you can observe it. What do you notice? I definitely feel like a sense of calm and it almost feels like my feet are tingling. And what I'm picturing is like a, almost like a pearl, like a little small, smooth pearl ball. Nice. Okay. So, so I know the color of pearl. If you were to touch it, would it feel like a pearl? Yeah. It would be like, like have a smooth, just like glidey texture. Right. And if you were to, to incorporate that into your, into your daily life, what, what support would that be? What would that help you do? Oh, it probably help me move through delays. 
that I caused myself. Okay. Well, maybe that's how the smooth is. Like maybe make things go a little smoother instead of getting tripped up over here. Yeah. Okay. So is there any Almost more? Like, I feel like it's like, like it could be sitting in my gut. Like that's my intuition and in my gut. Yeah. Cool. So is there any part of you that would not want this as your new way of being, having this pearl easing, easing your way? Mm. Part of you that doesn't want. Maybe a few protectors that are hanging on for dear life. Okay. Well, in that case, um, it would take a little bit more in-depth um, work to to get them to, to yeah. redefine themselves, basically. Um, and so, but that's something you could do. It is, it is. But yeah, like, I totally pictured everything, just as you said, great. in my own way. In your own way. That's right. Because you're, you're brilliant for yourself. I am brilliant for myself and I know what I need to heal yeah. or my sub and my subconscious knows what I need to heal. Even the things that I can't see that I can't express or that will pop into my conscious mind yeah so if you were ready to accept that i'm just going to tell you the rest of the process but you can do this for yourself you you're going to work with your protectors and find out what they yeah. object to and get them on board in the right way for you and then you're going to um then you're going to anchor in that new state of being and you do that by counting from one to seven okay so on the count of seven i'm going to integrate all of this in to my new way of being and then you mm. imagine what it's going to be like tomorrow morning waking up okay all right let's do it now so people can do it with us so on the count of seven my protectors will fully embrace this new way and adjust whatever it is they're doing to love and support this new way of feeling being yeah okay and we so, do that then we start seven to one no we go one to seven oh, okay okay ready okay. protectors you're changing too Okay. One. And if they need, need to have some conversations with you, because you never want to force them. No. Then you can no. do that. I'm offline. giving them a nudge. I'm giving them a nudge now. And and, and they're like tiptoeing forward. I can feel it. So it's okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Integrating completely now. Yeah. Ooh, I felt it like rise up is what I did. Nice. Nice. So here's the last part. Okay. So imagine waking up in the morning, stretching mm -hmm. out between the sheets with this as your new way of, of being. Mm. I can do that. Yeah. And now imagine that it's Friday and you've got some fun plans for the weekend. And you look back over the week and you go, oh, I really did do some stuff that I hadn't realized that I would have the energy to do. And it was so easy. It was so easy. And now imagine it's a month from today. It's uh, July it's 5th. It's the day after July 4th. Um, and just imagine what it's been like for a whole month to have this ease just running through your body and your mind and your life and your work. Mm. And play and your fun and your friends <laughs> and all this abundance and wealth i'm attracting at the same time yeah feel that feel that
What do you notice that's different? Lighter. It's lighter. Yeah. Lighter. And it's almost like a, like a lifting, a little bit of a lifting. Like, Good. not like I'm levitating, lifting, but like things are being lifted off. Yes. Yes. And you may notice that for the next few days as you get okay. into the groove of this. Yes. I love this. This is great. I appreciate this. Thank you. Welcome. So I'm going to count from one to five. And on the count of five, you'll be wide awake, alert, feeling fantastic. Ooh. One, coming up slowly. Two, feeling the room more around you. Three, feeling the energy come up from your feet into your legs, coming up your hips, torso, hands, arms, shoulders, neck, and head. Four, feeling clear-headed and alert. Five, eyes open, wide awake, feeling fantastic. Ooh. Ooh, I feel pretty good. Good. So that's a very simple neurolinguistic yeah. programming you take the energy of the problem you're dealing with put it outside of yourself put it in a container feel it yeah send it up to the light send it to the light let it transform and when it comes back you notice what's different and how you want to use it mm. and if you're ready to integrate it do that by counting from one to seven and then imagine three different future events with oh, this God. way of being Yes. Yeah. Very simple and very effective. Oh, I love that. Thank you. And yeah. like you said, that's so it's so simple. You could even do, you could have done that with us. So yeah. So that's super. I, I love that. Yeah. And everybody will have their own experience. And yeah. Uh, and probably their own way of looking at it, their own container, their own way. And I love how personalized it is. It's like, it's just, it's totally you. And it, it demonstrates the brilliance of your subconscious mind. It knows, and it knows how nice. to resolve it. So perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I love that. Well, well, I hope to have you back. I know there were, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I, it sounds like you have a lot of good stuff coming up in the fall and you have a website and a newsletter so people can in touch. So I encourage if you want to um, talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, sure. Yeah, I am. Um, as I said, I'm taking the summer of 2023 off, so I'm not doing free consults. But if you would like to know what's coming up in the fall, if you'll get on my newsletter list, adelmichael.com forward slash newsletter, I'll, you'll be in the know and I would love to have you come and play with us. Um, yes. I think we're going to have a really good time and really introduce you to, to um, tools that you may have heard of and never tried or things you've never heard of. It's like, Oh my gosh, I'm so fascinated with that. Yeah. So, or, or maybe a different way to use a tool that you've already used before. Exactly. And you know, the thing about tools is they work when you use them yeah <laughs> and sometimes we forget you do so that's that's part of my my goal with this is to remind us oh yeah I know how to use affirmations I'm doing that mm -hmm. exactly yeah. like I said once it's in your awareness you know then then now you have no excuses but part of it is part of that is also bringing these things into our awareness so we even know to use them in the first place Yes. But in the description, I am going to have all of that information so you can sign up. I know I'm going to be on that list. Um, what parting words of wisdom can you help us with manifesting abundance? I just want to say that you are much more powerful than you think. Mm. You are much more supported than you think. Mm. 
and that you are doing a great job being a human on this planet <laughs> and we are all evolving and um so are you perfect yeah. i love that well thank you so much make sure to reach out to adele and stay tuned for the next episode of the wealth within us and thank you so much again for your time adele i love that this was fantastic thank you so much it was my pleasure oh thank you yeah